Frank Clarity, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, happy spring, everybody. I'm recording this on the, you know, the 13th of April, 2023. Um, in Minnesota, about a week ago, we had a foot of snow, and now it's going to be 90 degrees. So if you don't like the weather here in the upper Midwest, just wait a minute. So beautiful day, listening to the birds chirp, life coming back to the, to the uh, state, stuff greening up, things poking out of the ground. Well, I also want to talk about what brings life to the body. So part two of our hormones talk, um, we're going to cover the thyroid. Um, thyroid's often misunderstood. Thyroid issues are heavily, heavily misdiagnosed and misinterpreted. So we're just going to cover a little bit. I don't want to turn you into an endocrinologist, but you need to be an informed consumer of the healthcare system. And if you've noticed, there's a thread through all my podcasts, and that is it's up to you to learn about how your body works. Do not give your body and control of the rest of your life to someone who may or may not be totally educated, who may or may have had a bad day in the office. And when you go see that medical doctor, sometimes, you know, they give bad advice or they give advice based on their own biases. And that's one thing we're going to talk about. Thyroid. It's a butterfly-shaped gland in the front of your throat. And hopefully your doctor does check it for swellings. Or, and hopefully you get a yearly check of some of your thyroid function. And those tests can be very simple, like a TSH test, thyroid stimulating hormone test, or as complicated as looking for antibodies to T3 or T4, um, binding globulins, the proteins that move this hormone through your body. Why is it important to understand the thyroid? Well, of all the hormones, this one can affect your life quickly and can be in the background screwing up your whole life. It affects your organs, your heart, your liver, your brain. It affects everything. It is, say, the thermostat for how your body functions. It is your metabolism setter. If you don't have enough thyroid hormone circulating around, you will gain weight. You can look at a slice of pizza and gain weight. And it has nothing to do with how hard you diet. It doesn't matter. You could almost be not eating at all and still maintain a heavier body weight than you choose. It can make you very unhealthy. It can affect your immune system, either if it's too high or too low it can really screw up your immune system. You have to be almost in the sweet spot of thyroid hormone circulating. You have to be in the sweet spot to keep your immune system going. So let's talk just a little bit about it. Don't want to turn you into an endocrinologist, but I want to go over some things um, right away that get missed. If you go into your medical doctor and, and just say they're very concerned and they're very thorough, they may, in your normal blood panel, throw a TSH test. 
and that's thyroid stimulating hormone. Your brain, specifically the pituitary gland, the master gland, endocrine gland that is in your brain, that will release a hormone telling your thyroid gland to make more thyroid. So if that hormone is high, thyroid stimulating hormone, TSH, that means your circulating thyroid hormone is low. So everyone get that? It's an inverse relationship. It's almost like, you know, yelling at your kids to try to get them to do the right thing. If your pituitary starts yelling at your thyroid, well, that means it's trying to produce more thyroid hormone. Sometimes because of disease, sometimes because of metabolic concerns, genetics, your, your TSH will ride high and your thyroid isn't listening. If you ever had a long conversation with your children, especially teenagers, sometimes they, they look like they're listening, but they don't do anything. It doesn't produce any results. And that's where you get what's called hypothyroidism or low thyroid, hypo-o, meaning low or without. So when your TSH is high, you would expect to see some you know, thyroid in your body and it should be in a normal range. If it's not in a normal range, then that means you got some hypothyroidism for whatever, for whatever reason. There's plenty of reasons for it. Sometimes it's an autoimmune reason. You can either have too low or too high from your own immune system attacking either the carrier proteins for this hormone, the pickup trucks where you put the hormone in to get them into all the cells, or attacking the hormone itself. Wow, that's, that's big. So the body has ways of metabolizing um, all these hormones, and either through the liver or through the tissue itself. And sometimes if there's too much of that hormone at any one time, sometimes your immune system will get turned on and say, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of this myself. Again, could be genetics, poor lifestyle, that really screws up the immune system and your own immune system starts attacking your own hormones and your carrier proteins. Why is that important? A lot of times a medical doctor or you know whatever your provider is, nurse practitioner, midwife, they'll do a TSH test and if that's normal that they stop there. A full thyroid panel should have things like T3, T4, the carrier protein antibodies, antibodies to the thyroid itself, thyroid hormone itself, T3 versus T4 levels. What does that tell you, all of those numbers? Well, T4 is the inactive form, all right? T4 is the inactive form. So T4 is kind of the form that, that gets thrown into the pickup truck first. And then your tissues, your cells, your liver, transform T3 into T4. It just pulls an iodine um, molecule off of it. Thyroid has a lot of iodine in it. And that's why iodine, that mineral, is very important for health. In fact, we had such a, uh, a presence of low iodine from you know farming the wrong way, not getting enough seafood, for uh, years and decades in the United States that they actually added iodine to salt, you know, the table salt, to make sure, you know, people had a healthy thyroid. 
Imagine that. Imagine if we went back to World War One, which was, you know, the 19-teens, you know, 1917, 1918, you had a lot of people that couldn't get into the Army because they had poor thyroid function. So, you know, lo and behold, go ahead, and we iodized the salt. So, I think it was in 1924 that they came out with iodized salt, so right after World War One, and to turn around. I mean, I mean, amazingly, you know, imagine a healthcare initiative in the 1920s that changed the way everyone in the United States, and maybe in the world, eats. They put iodine into everyone's salt because we know everyone added salt to their food. And that way they would get that, you know, needed mineral for thyroid health. I mean, imagine if we put vitamin D or vitamin C requirements like that, that you had to get it every day and they worked it into the food. We may have stronger immune systems today. Add zinc. Imagine that. But, you know, that was the 20s. They knew better back then. Of course they did. Well, anyway... So that's what they did, this uh, healthcare initiative. So iodine is needed for thyroid health. So make sure you're, you know, getting iodine. You don't need to use table salt. You know, make sure you're getting good seafood. Make sure you're getting some type of dairy, or at least your dairy's in there. Now, some people avoid cow protein, I understand. But just make sure you're getting your iodine. And also, you want to get another min mineral called selenium in your diet. So make sure that iodine and selenium are in your diet. I can't tell you how many patients here in the upper Midwest I see with bad thyroid function and they hardly eat any seafood. Sorry folks, we evolved pulling food out of the ocean. So you have to have it in your diet or just make sure it's covered in your mineral supplement. So let me say that again. I would just take a mineral supplement. You don't need a high dose. You just need something going in where you have that selenium, you have that iodine to keep your thyroid healthy. Now, why is it important to keep your, th your thyroid uh, healthy? Well, if you have low level of circulating thyroid hormone, that increases, say, prolactin. And that hormone decreases gonadotropins. Gonadotropins are another hormone, stimulating hormone, released by the pituitary and other tissues and guess what it tells say your testicles in men to produce testosterone and your ovaries in women to produce estrogen and progesterone if your thyroid is underactive hypothyroidism you could have all kinds of your woman all kinds of cycle issues you know heavy cycles painful cycles um, you could also be missing a cycle it will make you infertile so if you think about it, how screwy um, that, say, high estrogen levels make our personalities for men, high testosterone levels or low testosterone levels. Imagine if you have low thyroid, you get to be a double winner. Your sex hormones are decreased. So that means you're going to have all kinds of effects. In men, it can mean low libido, depression all kinds of thinking disorders, you know, that just all these psychological and personality and behavioral changes can be linked to low testosterone in men and women. We'll cover that separately in a different podcast. So just think about that thyroid. If the thyroid's low, it screws up your life. Not only, you know, are you slow, you're sluggish, your immune system's jacked, 
but also your sex hormones will be crashed. That's important to know. Now, here's another thing. If you, if you have low thyroid, it slows down how estrogen is metabolized in the liver for women. So you're actually going to have high estrogen, low progesterone, and it can't even be, leave your system. Your body can't clear it. Your liver can't clear the excess estrogen. So you have all those effects of weight gain, depression, mood swings. Imagine that. So why do you have to keep your thyroid healthy? It keeps your body healthy. So again, I always say, if you're not eating seafood, then you got to make sure you're getting it. You know, if dairy is not your thing, and I know a lot of people avoid dairy, make sure you're getting iodine and selenium in your diet. You just have to do it. If you have too much thyroid, so you had Graves' disease, and it's a disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis is another fancy term. You don't have to remember it. There's no quiz after this podcast. But there's, there's diseases and disorders that attack the thyroid or the thyroid carrier proteins or the thyroid hormone itself or the tissue of the thyroid gland that screw it up. And your thyroid starts misfunctioning and releasing too much thyroid. These people are skinny. Their eyes can project out of their head. They can get double vision. They get heart palpitations. They can have a high resting pulse. They are sweaty all the time. They can't keep weight on. They lose weight. So these people have too much thyroid and they have to have a medication or they have to irradiate and kill the thyroid. They have to do something to take that down. So too much thyroid is also an issue that can really affect heart and lungs. So what I like to say is you got to get that sweet spot. Now here's the problem. And this is the, the, the point of the whole podcast you have to figure out where that sweet spot is for you. So say TSH, say they're looking at your thyroid stimulating hormone, that there should be some constant you know, interaction between the thyroid and your pituitary, pituitary, the master gland in your brain. So those two should be talking all the time. It should be a dance, it should be a conversation constantly going on. You know, a little bit more thyroid today, a little less tomorrow. It should be a dynamic, reactive conversation, functional conversation. Here's the problem. What's your normal TSH? What was your TSH when you're 18? What was your TSH when you were 28, 38, 48? If you don't have some type of guideline to look at, then there's something wrong. I guarantee that most people that say they gain weight into their middle ages and your medical doctors and maybe well-meaning other health professionals who don't read enough will say, oh, well, you know, your metabolism slows down when you get older. It's harder to lose weight. Yes and no. Your communication between your thyroid and your pituitary can get messed up. So a lot of the times you'll see middle-aged people Older people saying, oh, I got to watch what I eat. I just can't lose that 10 pounds or the 20 pounds. And, of course, my doctor says, oh, I'm just getting older. Well, that's interesting. I understand why they say that because the investigation just takes a little work. They need a full thyroid panel. There's at least five tests you can do. 
and make sure when you go in and say, I want a full thyroid panel. I want all the tests, just not the TSH. Because what you'll find is these people will have a normal level of TSH. The lab will say it's not too high, not too low, but that's a range. I'll say it again, it's a range. You could be 10% higher or 10% lower or 25% higher or lower than what you need. And guess what? You'll still be in the range. Everyone understand that? You know, the bullseye is huge for TSH, what they consider normal. It's a big range. Well, you could be right in the normal, but you could have antibodies. Your own immune system tacking your thyroid hormone and its carrier proteins. So guess what? It's not used. If I fill up a truck, a dump truck, with sand and it's got a leak or it's on the way to where you're going to use it, it's on the way to construction site and someone robs the truck and dumps it in the middle of the street, one block from the construction site, the sand never gets to where it's supposed to go. And that's what happens. Your immune system attacks either the carrier protein or the thyroid hormone itself. It attacks it and it never gets to go where it's supposed to be. But you could still be in the range for TSH. Get it? You could still be in the range. You could be down ah, 25-30% what you need. Or you could be up 25-30% for what is for you, what is normal, and still be in the range for humans according to the lab. But if you see antibodies, your body should never be attacking your own hormones, especially one of the most important hormones in the body. So get that full panel. Know where you stand. Start eating, you know, I hate to say it, put some seafood in your diet. Just start. Put, you know, Nobody wants to go eat seaweed. Seaweed's full of iodine, but it's there, you know. So make sure you're getting your minerals and have that thyroid checked. And if you notice things are getting sluggish that, you know, you, you just don't feel right, get the test done. I'm going to tell you right now, and I know somebody's going to throw tomatoes, but there's many times, especially middle age or even in kids, you know, 16 to 19, they'll throw a kid on an antidepressant for depression or an anti-anxiety medicine because hyperthyroid makes you more anxious, low thyroid makes you more depressed. They will throw people on an anti-anxiety medication or an anti-depression medication when they have a thyroid issue. Now, Sometimes their brains feel better, their behavior feels better, their mood changes, you get the mood stabilized, but you haven't fixed the original problem. And then you get side effects years and years later. We don't understand. The initial problem was an underactive or overactive thyroid, not a psychological issue. It wasn't a mommy or daddy issue, which it you know, could be. Everything's that problem, right? No. It could have been the thyroid. Get it checked and move into your sweet spot. And this has been another fact podcast.